I went outside and um, it was drastically warmer than I expected. I actually felt rather uncomfortable being uh, so so overly dressed. Mm, maybe people saw you and thought you were an idiot. So now that there's visual to, proof for it. Really people probably think that most of the time whenever they see me. Most times I just leave my helmet uh, helmet on, but today I forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> just one of those soft skull helmets. Everyone's like, well, you've never won that before. Why are you wearing it out? Good to super comfy. That's right. And you could do that one know. line from um, Ace Ventura when he was in the, the loony bin or whatever. He goes, put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. I don't remember that scene in the slightest bit. Oh, my God. That's when he was running around with his hair all crazy and he was wearing the tutu. See, I remember that. I don't remember put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. But again, it's uh, it's been many years since I've sat down and watched that movie. Wow. Oh. Oh. And I, I imagine it doesn't hold up very well. You'd be wrong. Really? When's the last time you watched it? Um, within the last two years. I don't believe that. It's true. You're Laces out, me, right? Dan! Laces out, Dan! You're lying to me about rewatching Ace Ventura, of all things. Pet Detective. Yeah, weren't there a couple of them, or, or was there only that one? There was two. There were two of them? Call of the Wild, the ones where he comes out of the rhino's asshole. Uh, I remember that scene. Very well. Uh, a fetish was born that day for young Andy. <laughs> what? what kind of <laughs> fetish? We don't need to worry about that. Should someone or something? What? Welcome to episode 18 of Adam and oh, Andy. Gosh. We're legal. Yeah. Yay. Now we can hang out. Oh. I don't like where that's going. What are we going to do like when we're after we're like 21, you know? Um, because obviously this bit has gone on since 15. Okay. Right. What bit? Uh, we know it was our quinceanera. It was our sweet sixteen. Um, last oh. week was last week, and last week was amazing. And then this week is now we're we're legal. Now we're eighteen. Yeah, now we're legal. Um, Man, what are we gonna do after twenty one? The milestones. Um, so uh, at at twenty five, we'll say, hey, we can run a car. Can you not run a car until you're twenty five? I think what it is is you can, but the insurance is ungodly if you're not. 25 and older. That's the stupidest goddamn thing I've ever heard. Well, I mean, do you want a lot of and kids I, li- I listen to you speak cars? every week. No, I guess, you know. Oh, dude, point. dude. Fuck. I gave you a rim shot. <laughs> it was pulled down. <laughs> Shit. Boom. Oh, man. I'm so sorry, dude. That would have been perfect. Nah, you're fine. You're good. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. <laughs> I guess elephant in the room again. Um, we are recording separate. Um, this time it is my behest as opposed to Andy. Boom. 
I'm not the one who fucked up this time. Um, I, I don't know if it's fair to say that I did anything wrong, but here we are. I mean, I guess you could. You know what? Maybe you could say that. So what you get for dating someone? <laughs> you, <laughs> you dumb, lovable creature. You dumb bitch. <laughs> Um, but so yes, we are we are in fact recording separate, and yeah, um, obviously we yeah we we might uh, have to cut this one short because as I'm going to describe this to the suds that are listening, I uh, I left my long charger at uh, at Adams like a big dumb, and um, I had to go buy a replacement charger that's about a foot and a half long. I'm looking and at the this only charger place, right now. It's pretty sweet. The only place that it uh, that it only uh, fits or that I can use that isn't outside uh, is in my bedroom, and I have to haunch over the side of my bed like an old man to uh, be able to to use the phone so that I can see the news stories. So, Suds, uh, I need you to understand too. This man does not even have a computer at his home. So I do not. I do not physically own a computer, and I re- I regret nothing. Well, now he's just going to be stubborn about it, you know, and just kind of like, I don't care. I don't need one. You're going to be in some kind of space at 40 years old, you know, and your kid's going to say, I don't know, I'm going to say you're going to have kids in 10 years. <laughs> but uh, your, your kid's going to say, um, Dad, we need you to set these appointments and, and, and do these special things that require a computer. Um, you're going to be like, you're going to be like, sorry, kids. Can't do that. Your dad hates computers because as I'm as I'm downing a beer, I'm slapping one with the other hand, telling him to figure it out. <laughs> Get a job, Dad. I'm ten or less. <laughs> Get a job, little bitch. I've, I've just been letting my beard grow unchecked for ten years at that point, just slapping everyone around. Go, kids, shut up, shut up. It's podcast day. Podcast. Adam's calling. Hold on. Here we go. Okay, thanks for listening to Adam and Andy, episode 512. Fucking Adam calling in. Hey, it's Adam. That's right. He died a little while ago, so I'm going to be him. (laughs) God, that took a really dark turn. (laughs) I hope this is the one that people pick up first on Reddit. God, you know, it probably will. And I, I had a, a a very old friend of mine reach out to me over uh, Facebook who uh, told me about this uh, Wine and Crime podcast, which is, um, as I was telling you, effectively the female version of Adam and Andy. Mm-hmm. But it's three women who get drunk online and talk about crime stories. And... She not only told me about this podcast, guess what episode she told me about it on? Wait, like the one that she listened to? Uh, she hasn't listened to it yet. She's going to. Okay. And uh, she <laughs> she commented on the Poop Knife episode. On Poop Knife? Poop Knife. Poop Knife is like episode four. Uh, five. Yeah, okay, so still, way back there. And she goes, oh, hey, look, poop knife. That might have been the last one that yeah. you put up on Facebook. I'm not sure. Um, it is, in fact, which is uh, the reason she found it. Oh, okay. Well, that's an interesting one. Yeah. I think, you know, I, I know we're, we're still in the infancy of our, our catalog, but I would say um, 
Pruitt Knife is up there for sure, really good in terms of our hypotheticals. Knacklebick probably yeah. takes the cake right now for being a standard uh, episode. Goddamn, goddamn Knacklebick, yeah, um, that was a good one. Crad Choger. Yeah. Yeah, and a, a character that will live forever in the Adam and Andy universe. Um, but yeah, we but, still need to do like a, a character centric episode in the future. We should. Does that mean that we get uh, Captain Scurvy back? Uh, only, if he, <laughs> only if he talks about something other than mesothelioma. Are, are you sure? Yes. Oh, uh, well, you know, I um, he has left my soundboard, so really. I'm proud of you. Coronavirus is the new thing these days. <laughs> I honestly couldn't tell if that was a drop or if you uh, invited him in. For like he magically seconds. appeared and said that and then disappeared. He's kind of like Davy Jones. I guess. Sure. <laughs> He's just, just <laughs> yeah. Like the, okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, or the Flying Dutchman, good. right? Or the Save Flying it. Dutchman. Yeah. Um. I think the Flying it, Dutchman is a ship. Uh, what was he in SpongeBob? Are you talking about Blackbeard? Oh, is that who it is? Man, shit. I messed up. Sorry, guys. Um, but no. I, I could be wrong. I don't know. I haven't watched SpongeBob in uh, probably a decade because I'm a fucking adult. That's still good shit. Um, but at least the old stuff is good shit. Um, yeah. We should get the show on the road. But what I should also say is that, um, yay for us for last week, it was a major success. Thank you, Ryan, for coming and joining because it was a great episode. And thank you to the Suds for listening because it was a lot of fun to make. Obviously, we we enjoyed ourselves quite a bit. It it got wheels off towards the end, and I regret nothing. Me neither. Um, And I I know Ryan had a damn good time, and I can't wait to have him back. Yeah, I just need to get out of uh, get out of my timetable that I have to now serve, essentially. Mm, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, I think it, it would be. Wait, what? What does apropos mean? What? What? What, what does that mean? Where is that coming from? I was gonna say it would be apropos. To not start the show, but is it not apropos to start the show? Or whoa, that's the same I, negative. Fuck, I'm really yeah. You're confused. you're hurting my head here. Just, I'm really just confused. Fucking, let Let's start the show, and I'm gonna go first. Time for your evening booze. I'm gonna fucking kill you, child molester. Screamed a man as he poured gasoline on the door of the friendly village in in Osceola County, Florida. Oh my God! <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Was he at Kevin Spacey's house? Boom! Boom! No, uh, he is at the Friendly Village Inn uh, in Florida, which is a safe haven for sexual molesters. Oh, yes. So, what this man was uh, doing, I don't know what caused this. There's nothing in the article that says someone who went there molested one of his kids, molested him. Uh, literally nothing about it. Uh, just this man uh, in a sudden 
fit of rage, absolute rage, yeah. uh, decided he was going to try and burn this uh, friendly village into the ground uh, with all of its residents still inside. Oh my god! Yes. So, uh, move to the next one here. As the Porto Sierra told police. Uh, when they arrived on the scene before he could carry out his plan, he intended to barbecue all the child molesters on fire and kill them. But with the police on hand to foil his plan, uh, he instead ended up under arrest. Police soon confirmed that the 50-year-old was indeed trying to kill four sex offenders, at least two of them actually convicted of, of being such, yeah. by setting their rooms on fire um, in Kissimmee. As Osceola County detective said, that man admitted his plan, causing him to be charged with four counts of attempted murder. My God. So, yeah, the reason this man got reported is apparently he drove up to the inn, uh, saw a man outside, jumped out of his car with a can of gasoline, screaming he was going to kill all the child rapists uh, to, to an absolute stranger. Uh, just standing outside of the end, not knowing if they were an actual child molester or not, just like picked the stranger and said, fuck you in particular, man. Wow. And so, yeah, screams at this guy, like running at him with the gasoline, just like a uh, goddamn Viking. Um, so the <laughs> guy. <laughs> yeah, just, just like a, a Viking, just, but instead of like a shield and spear. He's got one can of gasoline and the other probably doing like a Nazi salute. I don't know. But he's just he's just running at this poor dude and then follows him to the room that he goes in, breaks the living room window open and starts dumping gasoline in there. Oh my god. Um so that's yeah. that's pretty fucking wild. And one of the things whenever I hear about hatred towards sex offenders and stuff like that or even just more child molesters, it's like, yo, know, I get it. I agree. You got like a house full of Jerry Sanduskies? Yeah, sure. I, I don't I don't think I'll protest. Um, but um, I always get um, sent back to this Orange is the New Black episode I watched. It was either from the first or second season. I've, I quit after a little bit. You know, it got really kind of weird. But um, they told this story about this guy who, who was on the um, sex offender list. And the reason he was on is because he was just arrested for like public urination, urination near a uh, a playground. But I think he was even yeah. at night too, so it was like didn't even matter. But you know, people get on that list, and then now, okay, imagine them now living in this house and blaze blaze up that fucking house and burn them alive. I've yeah. peed in public. I'll admit it now. I'm into a crime. I've peed in public. I think most humans have. Now, have I been you, near you ever, a playground? Uh, I don't know. I don't think you so. Ever peed, you ever peed in a pool when there are kids around? Ooh. When I was a kid, for sure. <laughs> is, that, is that a crime? I don't know. I wonder if that would be. Uh, <laughs> they they charge me as a juvenile. For <laughs> yeah, the juvenile <laughs> sex offenders. Like, but I didn't even pull my dick out. It doesn't matter. Water turned blue. That's right. We know that your dick was active, so you were a your, your, your penis was active. <laughs> God bless. Oh, that's 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 how um that's how people are now prosecuted. You know, was your penis active? 
Yes, you're, if you're, you're if guilty. you're a woman, yeah, if you're a woman, you physically can't ever be charged with a crime again in your life. If they ask, was your penis active? Yeah, <laughs> like that, that is the sole basis of like how we charge criminals moving forward for all sexes. Was your penis active? Was your penis active? And then, like, the woman could be covered in in blood from like killing someone, and she'd be like, "I don't have a dick, officer. I'm sorry." She's like, "All right, yeah. you're good to go." Yeah, looks like we got a uh, we got an innocent person here on our hands. Well, imagine though. Yeah. Okay, so now we're we're going into some great hypotheticals, and I'm just going to follow it. Great story, but we're going to go down this hypothetical trail. Um, imagine now we're talking about like high treason, you know, and someone in a high government okay. position has been selling. Uh, government secrets to other countries, and while they're there in Capitol Hill, um, the the head of the I don't know if it's the Judiciary Committee or whomever it might be is like, "Was your penis active?" <laughs> they're like, <Yeah>. "No." <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, get him uh, out of here. Yeah, sorry. I actually have a medically documented case of ED. Um, my penis hasn't been active in uh, roughly fifteen years. Oh my god. But then all of a sudden they pull the tapes from like a CCTV of the of of the meeting site, and he's walking around with a heart on, and they're like, "Guilty, guilty." <laughs> or hold on, even even better because they have to really focus on the crotch. Yeah. It does like one twinge where it jumps. Oh, like, yeah, it's like it, you know, like when it's starting to get hard, but you're fighting it, and it does a little thing, and you're like, "No," like it moves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, there's just like a room of dick specialist just staring at the man's crotch waiting for any kind of movement and as soon as they see it they pause it enhance enhance and just slow-mo watch his his dick do like a single little what if and then it's over from there what if um now for like police interrogations they bring someone in and then someone's just sitting there holding their dick the whole time you know, if they get hard even a little bit, they're like, lock them up. We we got our guy. Yeah, that, that is somehow the new telltale sign of, like, doing any kind of crime is you cannot help but get an erection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, you shoplift as, like, a 10-year-old kid, like, did some candy or some shit. And uh, as you're walking out, you're just, like, fully torqued as, like, a kid. <laughs> and... You know, as the shopkeeper, like, you're really stuck here. You're like, am I going to look like a pedophile if I, like, grab this kid who's clearly got an erection for stealing from my store? Do I just let him go? Well, I no, you, point, you wouldn't be seen as a pedophile unless you had a boner when you got him. And then you'd go back into the house that got lit on fire. Boom, full circle. Oh, my God, full circle. <laughs> Boom. We did it! Full fucking circle. That was some Doug Bobby shit right there. Oh, yeah. Which I have been talking to people about a a, uh, illustrious return, and that is in the works, folks. Have I talked to my my lead executive producer about it? No, because he's here right now. Um, Well, I mean, as much as I can be. Well, yes, that's true, given the circumstances. Um, but yeah. I think it's time to move on to story number two. You know, you were kind of on beat with it until that last little crescendo, and then it just it, you could see how far off you were. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Nah, fuck it. Whatever. Go yeah, on. That's okay. Andy. Andy. Adam. Are you knowledgeable? Because this is not a news story, okay? I have brought um, a oh. historical, oh. Um, I guess, exhibit or something of that sort. So, something that, that so is, exists in history. You are asking me the incredibly broad, vague question, am I knowledgeable? Um, are you knowledgeable about um, religious history and artifacts? Absolutely not. Okay. Even if it's specific to Christianity? Absolutely not. Well, buckle. I denounced religion. Yeah, I denounced religion when I was like 13. I've never looked back. I don't give it a remote shit. Well, I mean, it's interesting to, to study even if you aren't a participant. So I will say that for all of our suds out there. Understand, don't completely negate religion. It is still wildly interesting to still be aware of, um, even if you aren't a participant. But I want to introduce you to the Holy Preface. Have you heard of this? The Holy Preface. Is this like when you shit yourself when you die? No. Um, it is also oh. referred to as the holy foreskin. Uh, what? It is uh, I, one I of just, several. I don't. What? Listen, listen. It is one of several relics attributed to Jesus, a product of the circumcision of the said Savior. <clears throat> So we, we have Jesus' dick skin. At various points in history, a number of churches in Europe have claimed to possess Jesus' foreskin, sometimes at the same time. Various miraculous powers have been ascribed to it. I just, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what in the fuck? God, we suck as a human race. <laughs> so, like... Not even kidding. There are a multitude of churches over the last, let me see, look at the history and the traffic of this piece. Over the last thousand it, years. Yeah, I was about to say, if they're alleging to have Jesus foreskin, then it, yeah, it's going to be for a hot goddamn minute. Yeah, so, um, so the earliest recorded sighting came in December 25th on Christmas 800. <laughs> When Charlemagne gave it to Pope Leo III when the latter crowned the former emperor. Why did Charlemagne have Jesus' foreskin? Charlemagne claimed that it had been brought to him by an angel while he prayed at the Holy Sepulchre. Uh, although a more prosaic report says like it was whatever, a wedding gift from the Byzantine Empress Irene. I feel like whatever word you just try to pronounce, you butchered, but I don't know what the word is because I can't see it. Um, uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take your word for it. It's uh, I've seen in the word before. Um, S e p u l c h r e. You, you say you've seen in the word before? Yeah, this word I tried to say. Yeah, I've seen it before. Oh, you've seen it. I thought you said you've seen in it before. Oh no 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 no. I'm like, well, talk about talking about foreskin. Holy yeah, let's, foreskin. Let's yeah, hell so yeah. So I have now put down my Wikipedia article. Um, but yes, that is a thing of people claiming to have, which I mean, I don't I don't know if, I mean, he was Jewish, so he, he could have been circumcised at I'm going to ask you a real, real uh, honest question. I want you to answer this honestly. When you asked me if I was knowledgeable 
about religious artifacts. Did yeah. you think even slightly I was going to know anything about Jesus Force Camp? It's about the theater, Andy. It's about the 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 drama coming along with our podcast. I have to set the table and say, hey, do you know about this crazy thing that exists? I want to kind of dig into your recesses. I'm obviously fishing for the answer no, so that I can follow up by saying, hey, people have a piece of Jesus's dick. It's foreskin. It's part of his dick. Yeah, I just, I'm still so taken aback by the whole premise of this story. You mean preface? Boom! Yeah! And you did a really good job of breaking me a couple weeks back, and this story is so goddamn close to doing the same thing. <laughs> Guys, I said I was going to end the episode earlier, um, earlier, and I think now is the time. <laughs> we have I mean, met the point. We, we, we've already broken me <laughs> to the to the point of no return for for the episode. I mean, just why is this a thing that we're going to fight over as a race? Uh, whether or not someone has Jesus foreskin. I don't know. I mean, it is a holy relic, right? And if you have a piece of the Savior, why wouldn't you fight over that? Especially when it is a part of a... I don't like like that. Well, it's a part of a... a, It's a religious um, procedure. You know, circumcision is part of Judaism and it has been forever and... I don't know if it's like bled into Christianity, but um, it has. <laughs> it has. It, it has. Um, but I don't know, man. Un- uncircumcised dicks are weird. Uncircumcised dicks are weird. Uncircumcised dicks are weird. Oh yeah. Okay, I agree. I don't know why my mind like s- like j- skipped there for a second. Um, it's just like, man, dicks are so weird. Like, yeah. Wait, gonna- <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> wait, I have one. You saying I'm weird? Oh. Dicks are just super gay, man. I don't know. Um, but you know, that <laughs> there you are. Um there there's a piece of Jesus out there. I think it's between, you know, that and um I think people claim to to know where his cross was um when he was cru- uh, crucified, but you know, those are two things. Two very important well, yeah, relics. That's, that's a, a common thing, same as like, you know, the sphere of destiny. What's that? People have claimed to have that. People claimed Hitler had that, and that's how he. Oh, broke you power. mean the spear that like stabbed him while he was on the cross? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm. Or oh, and in the in the shroud of Turin too. Yes. That's another one. I that's just I'm one. not knowledgeable about Jesus foreskin. Well, that's too bad. Now, but now you are. If if you. When I woke up today, (laughs) if someone had asked me, hey, or if they'd asked me, how many times do you think you're going to say the word Jesus foreskin today or in your life, period? I, I would have, I would have walked away from them. Two things. Um, I want one for Suds to create a, uh, band um, from our podcast called Jesus Foreskin. Called Jesus, called Jesus Foreskin. I can get behind that name as, for a band, honestly. That'd be pretty sweet. And then, secondly, you had, instead of saying someone asked you this morning how many times you think you'd say it, I think it'd be more apropos. 
there you go, correct application, um, that you kind of get like a, uh, what's his name, Joseph Smith? Oh, no, Joseph Smith oh. uh, from uh, Mormonism, where you got a vision from God. A vision from God who said, today, son, you will learn about my child's foreskin. Jesus had his foreskin cut off. People fight over it being real. Apparently that. Do you think God is proud of us? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Well, on to our third story. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. That was honestly a perfect use of that drop. It was. It was. Um, It's because I'm stupid. That was God crying, stopping you. That was was God crying. About us talking about his son's foreskin. Ooh, metal band that um, is our fans of the show, uh, Tears of God. Boom. Hey, uh, for a, a bit before we uh, named ourselves Evil Friends, we called ourselves Gout Trigger. Doubt Trigger? Yeah, Gout Trigger. Oh, Gout Trigger. I said doubt. That'd be kind of cool. But Gout Trigger. Yeah, no, Gout Trigger. Like, you listen to us and it just causes pain. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's I don't I don't think that's a a good thing to be attributed with. I honestly thought the name was genius because I've got gout, and I thought it was hilarious to oh uh, my god to be in a, a band called Gout Trigger. Well, I'm sorry to hear about your your struggles with gout. I mean, anyone with gout can tell you it's not like a permanent affliction, which is why it's called gout trigger. This is a whole thing. You know what, fuck it. My third story for the night is going to be explaining what the fuck Ben the Soldier's here with us, folks, and I want to talk to him because, Ben, it's my understanding that there is a war going on mm-hmm. right now. Am I am I right in this? Well, actually, there are two wars two right now. Two war. <laughs> two wars! Yes, I, I was That's very right Ben the Soldier right, right there. But yeah. you know what? Because of you, uh, that is going to be my third story, and okay. uh, my third story will wait till next week. Your third story is going to wait till next week. Yes, because my third story now is going to be explaining what the fuck gout is to you. Oh, goddamn simpleton! Yeah, absolutely. Um, did, now, you, did you already do on, it? Yeah, go for it. Yes. Now on to my uh, third story, or my okay. second story, the third of the night. Yeah. Um, an unmanned boat just washed up on a remote Pacific island carrying eighty million dollars in cocaine. Ooh. Wait, what ocean? You said Pacific? Yes. Huh. A remote Pacific island. So, when a resident of, I'm going to say this once and move past it, Iluk saw an abandoned boat in the waters, he tried to carry it ashore. Oddly enough, it was far heavier than it looked to be abandoned, with 1,430 illegal reasons why. I'm assuming that means there was 1,430 pounds of cocaine on the boat. Yes, that sounds about right. As a series of coral and volcanic Atolls between the Philippines and Hawaii, the Marshall Islands are natural wonders to behold. It's likely because of their remote nature that the latest news to wash ashore was such a shock. Not only did it, oh, well, I should have just kept reading this when it made sense. Not only did an empty boat with 1,430 pounds of cocaine drift onto a beach there, 
but it might have been at sea for years. According to the Guardian, local authorities confirm that last week's arrival is officially the largest haul of cocaine in the Pacific nation's history. Attorney General Richard Hickson revealed that the colossal stash was found in a hidden compartment within an 18-foot fiberglass boat at the whatever atoll. Marshall Islands police are no stranger to the realities of the global drug trade. The country has seized hundreds of kilos across its age holes for decades. On the other hand, the singular shipment, Jesus Christ, the singular shipment uncovered last week is unprecedented with an estimated street value of $80 million. Oh my God. Yes. So get this. I, uh, there's, I mean, the, article goes on for like another 2,000 words, so I'm going to paraphrase the rest. They incinerated all of it, except for two bricks that they gave to the DEA. For, so they can analyze it and try to kind of figure out where it originated from? I have Do you need no two idea. bricks for that? I mean, that's, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a shit ton. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's several pounds of cocaine. My God. Yeah. So what I was wondering when I was reading through the story initially, what do you think happened on that boat? Ooh. Do you think someone used Jesus foreskin to get rid of them? Ooh, yeah, kind of like the Ark of the Covenant. And then, like, Harrison Ford is there, and he's like, cover your eyes, cover your eyes! And then someone unveils the foreskin, and everyone's like, ah! Their face melts and stuff like that. Oh, my God. It's Jesus' foreskin in Pulp Fiction. (gasps) The best movie theory. We've figured it out. Yeah, it is not Marcellus Wallace's soul. It is Jesus' foreskin. We need to tell a mutual friend of ours that that is what it is. Dude, he would get such a fucking kick at how stupid that is. <laughs> he would. <laughs> okay, but anyway, no, we're, we're speaking in hearsay at this point. Um, but I, I, this is kind of related to um, I don't I don't have the incident right now. But you've ever heard about um, that one story about those guys that were like hiking? Um, I can't remember if it was like Everest or something of that sort. But it was like super cold, and then and then someone came upon them and saw that all of them died. Um, like all of them were naked and had like knives in them and stuff. No. Oh, I'll figure it out and I'll tell it next week. But that's kind of like this. Like where did all the people on the boat go? Did they all just, you know, fly off in a storm or did they kill each other? You know, cause now we're in the yeah, drug and, trade. Like what is it? Well, and there's nothing in the story notating that there was blood of any kind on the boat. And I want to know, I gotta know, dude. Yeah. This is like a what a DB Cooper. Yeah, this is like DB Cooper, but, except for he intended to never be found. Yeah, and also he escaped with all the money, uh, where no one escaped with any coke on on this one. Yeah, allegedly, because you don't know what they started with. That is a really good point, actually. Yeah, they mm-hmm. you know they they could have made off with like two thousand pounds of coke and just left the fourteen hundred thirty and been like this is just bitch change right now. Exactly. I mean they they ran off of millions if they had it. You know who knows? We don't even know what when it originated, right? So we should start selling coke. 
Um, but our own branded Coke. Has anyone ever branded their own Coke? I don't think that's ever happened. Well, probably, man. It'd be like designer drugs. I mean, people brand their MDMA constantly. Oh, see, I don't, I don't, I don't think about that because I'm just such a straight edge bro. Well, it's the criminal justice major in me, bro. <laughs> While I'm over here drinking my my beer, being straight edge. Yeah, bro, we're we're totally straight, bro. CM Punk in this in this bitch. Do you think CM Punk has ever done things for drugs? Yeah, that's probably why he's so fervently straight edge right now. Think he's done? Mm, Tell me in graphic detail. I mean, the best. So you know what people will say, like you know, say it in in this many words or less. And I'm going to say, no, no, I I can do it. No, 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 I can do it. It's going to be vivid, and it's going to be in less words. I need to save the time for our suds, so I don't drag on like I love to. Okay, okay. CM Punk. Are you expecting a response? CM Punk. Is the real life equivalent of Jesus foreskin to rickety cricket? Oh my god! Yeah, sometimes when you're getting raped by dogs, you sit there and you take it. <laughs> Last night I was in the alleyway with the, uh, uh, you know, these homeless guys and some dogs were a gangbang. But uh, this is life, you know, it's Tuesday. Yeah, that's that's life. <laughs> Rickety Cricket, are you saying that you were raped by dogs? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I heard. Because he would, he would eat like the lemons, right? He'd like take a bite yeah. out of them and go, <laughs> yeah, dude, the, the bloopers for that scene is some of the funniest shit that has ever been recorded. Oh, my God. I think that that is Adam and Andy's favorite show. Like our, our show's favorite show is It's Always Sunny. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, followed by a close second of one hit, no wonder. Ah, are you putting them above Spoonfed? Yeah. Yes, you are, because you don't know Spoonfed personally, so I can't blame you, can I? Well, they also don't post. They do it in, like, seasons. You know, they they, they come and they go, like Jesus' is foreign skin. Yeah, it comes. I'm going to hell for that one. I'm going to hell for a lot of reasons, and yeah, that was are. that just that just took like the absolute cake right there. Oh wait, that's that's numero uno. That right there is going to be like front and center when when God reads me my list of sins at the prelude gates. He's going to be like, "You talked about my dead son's foreskin coming." Um, that's just not okay, dude. And you'd be like, "Yo, bro, he died and came <laughs> back." <laughs> Oh, bro. Hey, bro. <laughs> why, why, are you being, why are you being such a scro, bro? Have people done that at the pearly gates, you think? You know, they've been like, bro. Them, bro. bro. Bro, what the fuck, dude? Bro, I mean, I was a product of the times, bro. You can't really hold it against me. Hey, don't be a scro, bro. Hey. <laughs> hey, hey, scro daddy. You <laughs> fucking made this world I was in. I can't help it. Hey, you know, sometimes you just scroll and you go with it, bro. <laughs> I think that that's what Elvis sounded like when he was at the pearly gates. That's what Elvis sounded like? <laughs> yeah. But he's not dead. He, he, he's actually alive. Oh, my God. 
How? I don't know, man. <laughs> you did that. That was you. <laughs> yeah. Andy, you ever heard of yes and? Do you know what that means? <laughs> Yeah, you know, you can't just say, you know, wild things. Oh, oh, oh my God. I think I just hung up on Andy. Oh my God. I just hung up on Andy. Oh my God. I just hung up on Andy. Oh shit. Oh God. Oh, uh, oh shit. My phone is being stupid. Okay, here we go. Oh my God. Okay, we're calling him now. <laughs> I was, I was, I was laughing so hard. I knocked the earbuds out of my ears and it disconnected the call. No, I'll be honest. I actually hung up on you. I'm not kidding. Did you, dude? I was laughing so I'm hard. I'm not kidding. I, I, like my earbuds fell. I was like, oh my god, that hangs up the call. Okay, good. I'm glad you're back. So you can't fucking say something insane and then just go. I don't know. <laughs> that's sure that's not how it works. No, no, you just did it now. You can't do that. Yeah. Sure, kid. I do it all the time for you. I know you do, and you're horrible at comedy. I am. You're not wrong. That's maybe I should. This, I should relabel this podcast as uh, um, lifestyle because we're not comedy. We're just living a life. Hey, do you think when I use the laser pointer on winter, like it hurts his like feelings that he can never catch it? You know, I've heard of that, that, you know, it could be impactful to a cat's senses, yeah, like, right? Yeah, right, right, right. Do you think it, it hurts his psyche that he gets no physical reward out of, like, chasing this laser pointer around? <sighs> no, I mean, because he's, he's naturally a hunter, right? So he's still getting his food, um, and he's still getting the well, thrill of the hunt. Well, that's the thing. Typically, like, why they make cat toys the way they do is that at the end, there's like a tangible physical reward. They get to grab onto the toy and they get to like kick at it with their back feet trying to disembowel it. Oh, yeah. But but with the laser pointer, there's just nothing. There's no payoff. Oh. Do you remember that time I, uh, I gave you catnip for Christmas? You mean chatnip? No, I gave you chadnip, but I also got you catnip, I think, with it as well. Oh, you did? Yeah, I threw that away. Oh. Oh, okay. And I only did that <coughs> I, I only did that because catnip affects winter uh adversely. Uh typically catnip will uh like a, attract a cat to a certain thing and they'll get high off of it and, you know, play with it and then yeah. fall asleep. Uh winter uh Acts as if he just uh, did 1,430 pounds of cocaine. Oh, okay. <laughs> so and he's like just, fucking wild. Dude, he destroys everything. So I have I have uh, banned people from uh, ever getting winter catnip for, for Christmas. Oh. Well, I'm, well, I'm glad I was the last one. Oh, no, right. you were. And, and the last person that actually uh, gave him catnip uh, was Piper when I was on a work trip one time. She shout came out to Piper. To, you know, shout out Piper. Thanks for doing the logo. Um, she brought over, you know, like a, a toy that had catnip in it. 
and uh, he went absolutely fucking berserk. Hmm. Yes. Okay. Well, you know, I was yeah, I, I was gonna have fun with that, but you know what? Here we are. It wasn't that fun. You know, I'm uh I'm sitting in my bed right now, and I'm looking out into the living room. I just noticed that uh the cleaning service I used a few weeks ago moved my niece's handprint. <gasps> oh my god! You fuckers! Dang. Okay, well, I'm you know what? I'm about to read my my story, but I should say I had a proud uncle moment this Christmas as well. Oh, okay. Please. I did. Well, so, and um, I don't think my mom's a sud anymore. She doesn't really listen, so here we are. Um, I've got the better, more loving mother. Um, no, but um, she got, she got my niece a camera for Christmas. I didn't know this, and I got her a camera as well. Turns out my niece loved my camera. Boom. And then called your mom a bitch. No, she didn't, but um, she was, you know, uh, talking to my brother on the phone, being like, hey, daddy, you know, I got this. It's it's amazing, whatever, and, you know, he was telling me about it. Um, hey, dad, grandma's a stupid bitch. Um, nope, nope, she did not say that, but then she did. Here's the proud part, okay? Here's the proud part. I'm not proud about the previous stuff. I just can take a little bit of solace in it. Proud part is she wrote me a card and she says, I love you, Uncle Adam, in it, in her little handwriting. Aww. And it was, I'm going to keep it forever. That's just current. That's Dude, where I, am. I can't tell you how many things in my fridge right now are just from my niece. But it could be something that she drew that makes no goddamn sense and never will to me. Dang it. You uh, know but what? I'll, ne- I'll never get rid of it. We're going to make a, a, uh, a, a, fellow podcast or like a you know a parallel podcast of this called funkel or funkles i should say um, i have so many funkle t-shirts you have no idea because that's what we are boom but yeah. anyway now I, go on go on with your story it is time to read my story uh-huh. man all right peewee <laughs> dude you nailed that laugh thank you um, I didn't even do like the loud part. The loud part I do really well, but I didn't do it now. Want me to do it now? Should I do it? No. Okay. <laughs> oh, there you go. I did it. Holy shit. I told you it's really good. That was really good. It's like the only thing you do good in this life. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and. <laughs> That's not yes, and. <laughs> When you take a you shovel know. and you bury someone, that is a no, boom, and you're you're burying them. Comedy. You know, when in Rome. Um, I we are going to get our comedic friend on here to be our official um, comedy advisor. Okay, and he's going to tell us everything I, we're doing wrong. I don't think he ever would. I think he would. I saw him in person and you didn't even go support him. Okay, well that doesn't that's not Bitch. a reason. You're again you're subverting from what I'm saying. Okay, <laughs> new story. Here we go. Man with chainsaw chases McDonald's employees, steals food and drink. Hell yes. A man has been arrested after entering a McDonald's establishment and stealing food before chasing employees with a chainsaw. The incident occurred at approximately 3.30 p.m. at a McDonald's franchise in Portland, Maine, when the 
Police department received a report that a male suspect was chasing people with a chainsaw. According to the investigation by the police department, the suspect, a 26-year-old uh, Bowie of Portland, Maine, entered the... What? Why did he call him a boy? I didn't say his name. Mm, uh, yes, 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 yes. Okay. Um, entered the McDonald's with a chainsaw and went behind the counter where employees were actively preparing food. Um, he then reportedly revved the chainsaw intermittently before stealing a drink and some food. Um, when the manager confronted the suspect in the parking lot, the suspect began chasing the manager with the chainsaw, authorities said in a statement on social media. The suspect also used the, the chainsaw to damage two vehicles that were at the restaurant. Uh, just, dude, so many wins in this story. Yeah, I mean, that's really it. Cop showed up, arrested him after he was running around barefoot, but that's it, man. That's how badly he wanted his McDonald's. Like, you could. How badly did the manager want to die? I don't know. I mean, they fucking ran him out of there. So, boom, hero of the week is our McDonald's manager. Secondly, why couldn't. You know, if you're going to go to the extremes of bringing a chainsaw into a restaurant and revving it to get free food. Why go to McDonald's? Why not go yeah. to like a like fucking PF Chang's? What? <laughs> no. <laughs> you, what? Uh, why not go to Fogo de Chow? You know, every time you rev it, you get a new plate of meat. Just keep revving. Dude, last time I went to Fogo de Chow, I got the meat sweat so fucking hard. Last time I went to Fogo de Chao, which was um, almost two months ago at this point. And again, yes, met meat sweats, hardcore. But it, also... It, and you, you don't shit right for like a week. Yeah, ex exactly. Your stomach feels weird for a whole time because you've been eating all this red meat. But also, I had been drinking all day, and all that food came in there, soaked Ooh. it right up, and I'd passed out on the ride home. Great. It was great. Hell yeah. That's right. And we might that's even have it. I need to confirm, but we might have a sud. Krishmal was there, so shout out Krishmal because he experienced it as well. We might have actually Wait, another that, sud that um that was there and can attest to it as well. Was that two months ago already? Yeah. So um, I think it's um, next week would be two months ago. Wow. I think. I do think. Maybe two I think weeks. you're wrong in that timeline. Well, was it the week before Thanksgiving? It might have been. I think that that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My timing's off, but Fogo was the restaurant we went to. Same deal. But anyway, no, no. We're, we're going away from the story. Why not go into one of those restaurants? Why are you going into a McDonald's? Why not go to a higher-end fast food like a Panera? <laughs> like, yeah, like you said, a PF. P.F. <laughs> Chang's and get some uh, firecracker um, General Sow's chicken, dog. Hey, you, you might as well just go to fucking Panda Express at that point. Oh, P.F. Chang's is nicer than Panda Express. It's a sit-down. P.F. Chang's is a sit-down restaurant. They're both garbage. Do you have much of an affinity for Asian cuisine? Intensely so, yes. Oh. 
where would you go, Andy, if you had a chainsaw and you wanted free food? And I wanted free food. It could be anywhere. Anywhere. You have a chainsaw, so you need to intimidate with that chainsaw. Where would you go to get your food? Bob's Steak and Chop House. I think that's only a local thing. But for those sites that aren't local, I can explain. Because I'm pretty sure it is local. Yes, it is. I can um, confirm. Yeah. Um, they have great pork chops. No. You're thinking of Perry's. That's Perry's. With Bob's, they have yeah. great steaks, but they give you a big carrot. That's really good. Yeah, it's like a, a five-star steakhouse. It's like the best steak you'll ever have. It's really good steak. I wouldn't say it's the best steak you'll ever have, but it's a very, very good steak. I'll, I will fuck you over those words. <laughs> I, I mean, that could be a term of endearment or that could be an aggression. I don't know. I can't, I can't, I can't measure that. <laughs> Um, give you a gout trigger. So that's where you would go. I am where at was he? Where would I go? Again, are we just basically saying what's your favorite restaurant? No, 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 because we need to be more equitable to having the chainsaw. Um you know what? I'm changing it up. I'm not going to a restaurant, I'm going to a brewery. I'm walking in, and every time I rev it, I want a free drink. You know, I okay, so I considered that not a brewery, but a strip club. <laughs> Like, like, what if you go to a strip club? <laughs> you're just revving this fucking chainsaw on the dancers. Like, oh, is that hurt me? So he's like, you just dance. <laughs> Keep dancing. <laughs> 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 you know, you're getting hard and the police come in. It's like, sir, have you had any recent dick activity? Yes, I have. You're under arrest. That's a callback. And honestly, I think we need to end it there. <laughs> That's yeah. so good. That was amazing. <laughs> yes, and motherfucker. Oh, dude. Roasted on comedy academia. You got Woo! me. You got me. That was really good. You got mail. Ooh, that sounded like it. Did it really? Yeah, it did. Oh, man, I would love to meet that guy. I saw a, uh, a TikTok of the movie phone guy. No, I didn't. I saw a TikTok of the EA Sports guy. Sorry. I was about to say, I think movie phone guy died. Thank you for calling movie phone. That could be better. Boy, that was a, a service that went down to the flames of hell. Yeah, but I think, you know, it could be really handy with an... Alexa, did you hear that? Um, uh, yeah, I guarantee there's a you, service like that on on those already. You want me to find out? Yeah, there 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 would have to be. It might be like one of the apps you have to install or whatever. Like, Alexa, do you have Movie Phone? Hmm, I don't know that one. Okay, well, <laughs> you're a dumb bitch. That's what I think. You stupid bitch. <laughs> um, wow. So, Andy, really good. Well done. Um, so uh, for uh, my third, you don't have to play the, the music. Okay, yeah, it's not go new. for it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because uh, as I uh, mentioned earlier, going to um, 
explain what gout is to you, you you fucking stupid bitch. Please, I um, I I, I my uh, great aunt had it, and she always thought it was an old lady disease. So hearing that you had it, you know, gave me a little bit of surprise. Uh, but well, I I didn't have it. I have it. Oh, so you you have it forever. It's it's like uh, herpes. You just it, carry it around. Yes, it's just like herpes. <laughs> <laughs> to where, like, once once you get it, uh, you have it for a lifetime, and it is uh, considered a, a disease uh, that uh, affects older people. Uh, but uh, it is also uh, historically known as the King's disease because Ooh. the way that you you get it is if you eat a lot of rich foods like red meats, uh, things that are you know really high in uric acid. Yeah. So. What what happens uh, when you have a, a gout flare up? Uh, let's say, like for me, uh, and most commonly around the world, it'll happen in your big toe, like the first knuckle. Okay. Like not not where it meets on the foot, but like that first knuckle right under the nail. Yeah. Um, what happens is the uric acid will actually harden and crystallize in that joint. So imagine. Um, like, and you can get it any joint on your body. It doesn't have to be the big toe. That's just the most common place on the planet. Uh, so imagine you you take that big toe and let's say you you broke it and there's like somehow bone splinters in that joint. Ew. Every time you move that joint, uh, those those crystals are scraping the inside of your bone. Uh. Yeah, it's inside that joint. Every time you put any kind of weight, any kind of pressure, or move that joint, those crystals, that those hardened crystals, are actually scraping the inside of your bone and destroying the, your muscle tissue there. So a lot of people, uh, when you get gout, um, you you know, a lot of people, the reason I wanted to, to call it the band gout trigger, I'll, I'll go here first, is every person's trigger is different with gout. There's no like one universal trigger uh, that you have it and it gives everyone gout. Uh, okay. Because for, for me, uh, my trigger is spinach. No way. Yeah, I cannot have spinach. If I have even a little bit of spinach, I can feel the uric acid crystallizing in my joint the next morning. That's so weird because whenever I eat spinach, I get a Popeye. Well, you should also be arrested if that's the case. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. But um, yeah, and, and the reason uh, I I know it's gout. Uh, there was one day I woke up when I was a uh, twenty three, so it was about seven years ago. I was uh, planning on going to a beer festival, and when I was living with uh, Ryan at the time. We ate a lot of really rich foods. We we drank a bunch and, you know, had a lot of stuff that was really high in uric acid. And I was watching the parents' house one day uh, after, you know, doing a bunch of stuff with Ryan uh, the day before. And uh, I woke up the next morning, and you don't feel it when it happens. Yeah. You only feel it when you put pressure on it. And imagine 23-year-old me hopping out of bed put all my weight on that toe and I shit you not, it felt like someone had taken a sword made from the, from the goddamn flames of hell, shoved it into my foot, threw it up through my leg 
and coursed through my body and just did it for like five minutes. Oh my God. Yes. And it was the most painful experience of my life up to this point. And I don't imagine I will ever experience anything as painful again. Did you scream? Oh, dude, I haven't, I have a very high, very high pain tolerance. Oh, um, you want to test it? That made me crumple like a sack of potatoes, and I openly wept for like 30 minutes like a child. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, you know, I guess you have that affliction of herpes for the feet. Uh, pretty much. And the the reason I brought up uh, the different gout triggers, uh, for me, I could drink beer, liquor, wine, be absolutely fine. It does not affect no, me. You can't drink liquor. Well, I can drink liquor. It just, it fucks me up beyond belief. Yeah. Um, but let's say you're a, uh, an alcoholic and yes. you have gout. Um, if you continuously have gout outbreaks, it'll actually destroy your joint to the point that they will have to sever that joint. Oh my God. Yeah. So if you, you know, continue drinking and doing all this shit and you've already lost a few toes, well, inevitably that gout is going to keep moving up on, on the joints. Uh, it'll get to your ankle. And then if that continues happening, you'll actually lose your fucking foot to gout. You know, I would, um, I would describe this part of the podcast um, as when we kicked all the suds gout. That would have gotten a reaction at me, but you unfortunately picked me like uh, one of the few times I was taking a swig of beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If anyone's listening at this point, you know, kudos to you because that that was a fucking haul. <laughs> oh my god! Whoa! Hey, sometimes you know, informational segments aren't a bad idea. I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying gout. Y'all are welcome. Yeah, y'all are welcome for for the goddamn lesson. <laughs> oh, Dude, man. I remember, and you know, I I learned so much about this uh, because I remember when I I uh, told my family about it, they thought it was like a, a thing that was gonna fucking kill me. Oh, really? Yeah, like there's a lot of misconceptions about gout and what it is and what it does, how it happens, and. I spent a long time doing a lot of fucking research on it. I um, I almost wanted to call it scurvy when you brought it up, but that's whenever you need to eat lemons to help it. Yeah, um, what is scurvy? Oh man, I know what you're doing. I see what you're doing. No, I, I honestly, I honestly do not know what scurvy is. Okay, well, I'll tell you what it is. Scurvy is a disease resulting from a lack of vitamin C, absorbic acid, acid, acid. Early symptoms of deficiency include weakness, feeling tired, and sore arms and legs. Without treatment, decreased lead blood cells, gum disease, changes to hair, and bleeding from the skin may occur. You knew all that shit off the top of your head? I, um... Sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know if I should be impressed or disappointed. Um, I read it. How about that? 
How did you have that up that quickly? Do you just have that, like, your certified meat lizard poster? No. Just, like, somewhere in your apartment that you can pull out? Like, no, I, app I, like le- le- I legitimately pulled it up that fast. I'm on Nine. 5G, baby. 5G. I'm genuinely impressed by that. Good job on that. Wow, thank you. Yeah, yeah he, you, you did that without, like, missing a second. Take notes, suds. That's how you do bits. Bitch. Boom. Um, and with that, I think, you know, we can go ahead and uh, put a bow on this one. Um, I think that next week we will more you than likely... You a, a third story? Well, I mean, I think we can save it for next week, honestly. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Um, have some good ones for next week. But I, I, I do think it... Uh, we may be in the same situation, more than likely, um, next uh, week. I'm going, I'm going to say uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, we will be doing this for likely the next three weeks. Three weeks? Um, yes, because I'd like to see my fucking family. Oh, okay, because of the timing. and Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yes. I see what you're saying. Yeah, because I, I start uh, the 4th. I'll probably be at home uh, starting 5th. I don't know if they want me to be there for a week or, or whatever. Uh, but then I have to uh, self-quarantine for two weeks, um, and I'm not going to give up seeing the family for the first time in uh, what would be 310 days Yeah. Uh, to report See, the, to the amount of tenacity you had when you first said it was a bit jarring, probably for some suds, but then you gave the backstory, so we're good. Yeah, yeah, I want to see my goddamn family, suds. Yeah, again, he can't really say that with any nuance, but... Here we are. Um, so, with that being said, I don't said, give a fuck about no newborn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> little um, Adam, go get me chicken sandwiches and waffle fries. No, I'm good. I don't have a chainsaw. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> that was a good callback. Um, but suds at home, please tell your friends, tell your family, listen to Adam and Andy. Go to our website, adam andycom Hide your kids, hide your wife. Yeah. Uh-huh. We raping everybody out there. You got more jokes? Any more? I'm sure I'll think of some. <laughs> um <laughs> give us a follow. Facebook and Instagram at Adam also Andy. I need to do this more often. I always forget. Shout out to Schwab for their intro song, The Mole Man. You can find them on Spotify. It is S-C-H-W-A-A-B. Did you ever send our podcast to them like you said you were going to? Uh, That's a no. Yeah, that's a no. (laughs) Ooh, I should. I should definitely do that. Um, Yeah. Um, Send them poop knives. Poop knives. Poop knives. I'll send them a record from Nacklebeck. Mm, yes. Yeah. Yes, you should. Um, Full circle, r- right back to the beginning. Exactly. And I think that is it for our plugs. Thank you, Suds, so much for listening. We hope you have a very happy new year. Uh, and as always, I'm Adam. I'm Andy. Take it easy. That was boring, but okay. Well, I was going to say happy new year. And then you like took that from me at the absolute last second. We're still, okay. we're, we're still going, so you can say something else. I didn't, Are we really? Yeah, I didn't want you to say, take it easy.
No, I'm not. We're, we're going to leave it at that. Say it again. Nope.